Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Thought Architecture. My name is Justin, I'm your host, and I'll be taking you through this journey as we explore and do deep dives into mental models, mindsets, and perception. The big stuff, in my opinion, the cool stuff. So one of my favorite things to talk about is stupid people. Absolutely, one of my favorites. The, the concept is very simple that we think that there are so many stupid people in the world, if only people were smarter, if only people could see, etc. So let's investigate this. In this episode, I'm going to be taking through um, two separate models of stupidity. One of them is called the Bonhoeffer model of stupidity. The other one is called the Cipolla, uh, Carlo Cipolla's model of stupidity as well. Let's talk about defining stupidity and defining why we actually talk like this why do people behave the way that they behave let's explore this a little bit and what can we do about it as well okay so i don't need to tell you that of course you know during covid um you know during the world's recent political kind of like upsets a lot of people a lot of people will claim that the other side is stupid you know it doesn't matter if you're pro or anti-vax it doesn't matter if you're, you know, red or blue. It doesn't matter if you are, um, you know, for or against political sanctions. Like, whatever it is, you know, there there is a side to each of it. And that's important to recognize. And what's more important to recognize is actually that the human race is a single organism. And definitely moving forward is about recognizing the psychology of the human race. Sorry, I'm actually going to adjust my camera so that my dog is still in the picture because I like my dog. I like you seeing my dog. So, by the way, if you're watching this, um, you can see the dogs. Um, if you're not, if you're listening to this on Spotify or on iTunes or just in your browser, like I actually do upload these episodes to YouTube. So, you know, if, uh, if you enjoy um, podcast episodes on YouTube, that's where I am as well now. Welcome, welcome. You know, like, subscribe, leave a comment, blah, blah, blah. The usual self-promotional nonsense. Uh, what I'd really like you to do is um, let me know which things you've appreciated. So if you do want to, please um, leave a five-star review if you're on iTunes or Spotify. And when you type in, just let me know which episode was great. You know, just say like, oh, I, I like this, I like that. Let me know a piece of appreciation. Like, what do you appreciate about this? What has it helped you with? What is, uh, what is an episode that has made a difference for you? Okay. Uh, and likewise, if you're on YouTube, you can just do this with a like. Instead of a five-star rating, just leave a like and a comment to tell me which ones um, or what ideas you've enjoyed. Okay. So in saying all of this, let's get into uh, today's episode on stupidity. Okay. So the first one I'll be talking to you about is Carlo Cipolla's um, definition of stupidity. So he had what he called the five fundamental laws of stupidity. So I'll read out each of them quickly. Okay, let's just go through it very quickly. So law number one, always and inevitably, everyone underestimates the number of stupid individuals in circulation. Absolutely true. There's a lot more stupid people than you would think. But the question is why? Why are there so many stupid people? And so uh, I'm going to remind you, i you know, the, the science says this as well as my own personal beliefs are. We are co-created animals. We are social beings. We are tribal animals. And what does that mean? Well, that means that fundamentally we are going to be influenced and persuaded by very persuasive and influential and charismatic people, even when it's against what we know to be true. Also, if we are just in a group of people, we are going to diffuse responsibility. We are going to be subject to groupthink unless 
we are incredibly, incredibly confident, powerful people. And I don't know about you, but I'm not confident and powerful in every single area of my life. So in some areas of my life, I am more prone and susceptible to groupthink than others. It's that simple, okay? So there are a lot of stupid people in circulation. Well, that includes us, unfortunately. That includes us. Okay, so let's take it to the next point. Uh, fundamental law of stupidity number two, the probability that a certain person will be stupid is independent of any other characteristic of that person. Absolutely true. doesn't matter if you're a PhD, uh, postgraduate doctor in like human smarts. There are genes in your body that means that when you're around a certain amount of people, you're going to behave differently. And that's a fundamental thing to think about. There are multiple personalities inside you right now and it depends on your social context, which side of you is gonna come out. So if you're around your family, that's a social context, a different part of you is gonna come out than let's say when you're around your friends, different personality is gonna come out than when you're around strangers or when you are in a dangerous event or when you are in a you know, friendly event with strangers, you're gonna behave differently. So that being said, absolutely true. It doesn't matter if you are an educated person or an uneducated person. It doesn't matter if you are a sports-like person or non-sports-like person, a political person, non-political person. You are going to behave in certain way in certain contexts, socially. Okay, so that's the way I'd explain that. Number three, a stupid person is a person who causes losses to another person or to a group of persons while himself deriving no gain or even possibly incurring losses. Okay, so um, I'm going to come back to this because Bonhoeffer actually has a, uh, sorry, Bonhoeffer, this is uh, Cipolla. Cipolla actually has a graph, which we'll get into in a minute about this, but it's easy to say that a stupid person hurts others and hurts themselves. That's his definition. Number four, non-stupid people always underestimate the damaging power of stupid individuals. Okay, this is absolutely true. Non-stupid people constantly forget that at all times and places and under under any circumstances, to deal and associate with stupid people always turns out to be a costly mistake. Now, this is important to think about, is that we're all stupid, so we're all at some point going to do damage to others and to ourselves. And this could be a guiding light with regards to uh, an inventory checklist for us to make sure what we're doing is not stupid. Okay. Number five, a stupid person is the most dangerous type of person. So I find that that to be a extension of the last two, let's say, okay. So Bonhoeffer's graph is basically, you know, to talk about the difference between benefits others, benefits self, hurts others, hurts self, and then the mixtures between. So we've got intelligent people on the one side. The people who benefit themselves and who benefit others are considered intelligent. Behavior that hurts themselves and hurts others losses to the group losses to others losses to the self those are stupid people okay and then you've got people who benefit others but at a loss to themselves hurts themselves these are what we call helpless people these are people who are people pleasers and we are all in this boat somewhere along the line where we feel like we're not good enough and so we give of ourselves and it's usually self-sacrifice to the appeasement of others, okay? We all have, to some regard, some aspects of ourselves which hit this boat as well, this, this uh, particular quadrant. And then finally, who are the people who benefit themselves only 
but do not benefit the group. They actually hurt the group. And this is what uh, Carlo Cipolla calls the bandits, you know, bandit behavior. And if you look at every single person under the age of 20 years old, we could argue 25, they're probably all bandits. As we develop our social psychology, we will express this behavior where it's all about us. We don't care about anyone else. We don't want to share. Absolutely not. But what's very important is that we are raised in an environment where there is an emphasis being put on us to understand that we are not alone, that our interests are connected with the interests of others. Okay. And so this is where we come back to this idea of fundamental law number three. A stupid person is a person who causes loss to another person or a group of persons while himself deriving no gain. Why would stupid people behave in this way? And the only way that they would do this is if they are focused on an identity, okay, where you are literally challenging the, the fundamental definition of themselves in their mind. And they're so invested in this identity or they're so invested in this perspective that it would actually cause them more psychological damage to acknowledge this, than the physical damage, the financial damage, the financial loss, okay? And we can see this in many, many, many cases where people are so invested in a certain personality, a persona, a certain thing, it's called the sunk cost fallacy. We've invested so much into it that it would destroy our beliefs to actually acknowledge that we were wrong than to actually just go through this journey of losing all the money and all the stuff that's attached to it, all the friends, etc., it happens. It actually, it absolutely happens. The sunk cost fallacy. And if we put this into perspective, the sunk cost fallacy is literally the idea of the fear of being wrong or publicly acknowledging that we are wrong is a big deal. Eating humble pie all of a sudden makes us less valuable to the tribe. It makes us, uh, it puts us in a position where we are literally in a position to be banished from the tribe. Now, that may have been useful to us in the past, but actually in our present day and age, if we're banished from one tribe, we can easily find another tribe. There are so many tribes out there. There are so many people, groups to find belonging with in the world that it's almost impossible to be banished from one tribe. It's almost impossible. And so there is no need for us to get so sunk into stupidity nowadays. So sunk. Like, there, is no, there isn't a left versus right split anymore. There are left extremists and right extremists and left, you know, middlemen and right middlemen. And there, there are so many groups within the, the left and the right anyway, you know, that to, to say there's left and right is such a huge misnomer, politically speaking. Now, it's the same thing with like vax and anti-vax. There are people who are pro-vaccinations, but also who are pro-choice and can respect people's decisions not to get vaccinated. Likewise, there are anti-vaxxers who condemn everyone who got vaccinated and say, you're stupid, you're the problem with the world and everything. And so there are also anti-vaxxers who are the other side and there are pro-vaxxers who are the other side. You know, the idea is that there's more than just two situations and two binary extremes. So for us, to be able to acknowledge this is an important fact. When we are talking about stupid people, okay, we are social animals. We cannot get banished from one tribe anymore. And so literally this is a personal belief that I have that the healing of humanity needs to come with the idea of recognizing that if you believe that for humanity to be successful, another group of people needs to get the hell out the way, this is a problem. 
in your thinking because you are creating resistance. Okay, so we'll, we'll get into this in a minute. So let's go to the next model of stupidity. The next model of stupidity comes from someone whose name was Dietrich Bonhoeffer, okay? And Bonhoeffer's theory of stupidity um, came out of World War II concentration camps, you know, the rise of fascism in Germany. And how could all of these people just go along with this ridiculous notion and blah, 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 the typical stuff. So Bonhoeffer argued that stupid people are more dangerous than evil people. Um, and I will obviously leave a link below that explains in more detail Bonhoeffer's thing. But the idea is pretty much the same. It's the idea that a stupid person's prejudgment of things even when they see the truth, they will deny it. And this comes back to the idea of identity and how influenced we are by a very persuasive person, by the group, and not wanting to be ousted from the group. So it's this idea of one person can brainwash a group of people. And we can talk about cult behavior and isolated group behavior as well. You know, we see this still in our societies today. I watched a um, a documentary about a kid that managed to get out of a group of, um, they were uh, extremists um, from the Jewish faith. I can't remember the name. Uh, it was a Vice documentary who had bought land in Guatemala and basically created an isolated community. And of course, they're, um, they're not connected necessarily with, um, you know, the very... Um, you know, Orthodox Jews or anything like that. It's not to say that that uh, they identify with them. It's that that's that's where they were birthed from. And anyone who starts a cult like this, where you have to behave in these ways, you know, we punish people, we have our own rules, we don't want you to to go outside the community. You start to create these types of situations where we've got a ton of stupid people. Like, why would people subject themselves to this? Well because you've got leaders, you've, because you've got very strong consequences, and you've got this idea of being ousted from the tribe. Of course people are going to behave like this. Of course. So Bonhoeffer's um, ideas of stupidity came here as well. And he talked about this idea of um, a stupid person is under a spell, blinded, misused, and is abused in his every being. Having thus become a mindless tool, a stupid person will be capable of any evil and incapable of seeing that that is evil. And I think that that's a big point to think about, that stupid people are more dangerous than bandits, absolutely, without a doubt. Stupid people will go to the next degree because they think that that's what's expected of them as well by the leaders. And he says this, only an act of liberation, not instruction, can overcome stupidity. Okay? Here we must come to terms with the fact that in most cases, a genuine internal liberation becomes possible only when external, external liberation has preceded it. Until then, we must abandon all attempts to convince the stupid person. So I like that, that he recognizes that you can't argue with stupid people. But what you can do is external liberation, like freeing them from certain things, like influences. Like, um, But in this case, what we're talking about is taking away a, pe a person's freedoms in a certain sense of choice as well. So like if someone only listens to, let's say, um, you know, a podcast that preaches hate speech or something like that or a particular perspective, liberation from that perspective is going to help that person to kind of like uh, get out of their funk, get out of that mindset, that brainwashing. So that's what we do with cults. We just remove them and over time, 
they start to challenge and question that narrative that's been fed to them. It's a lot easier for us to accept a fed narrative than to develop our own narrative as well. And so the internal, that internal liberation can only come from this. So in extreme cases, that's how we get rid of stupidity, for sure. But what if it's just part of social political speak? How, how can we do that? What? Stop watching that TV channel that, that's rotting your brain. Well, we're taking away a person's freedom. And as soon as we start to restrict it, it becomes a problem as well. So what comes first? You know, your freedom of choice or your freedom of expression versus being victim to these particular things. And of course, with social media algorithms, we're just going to be fed more of that opinion, which is why we see this coming in nowadays as well. So what can we do? Well, number one is for ourselves is to protect ourselves is regularly also consuming social media from the other side. Okay. In uh, almost a 50-50 mindset, okay, of listening to the arguments of the other side that we don't agree with to a 50-50 ratio of the side that we do agree with, all right? So sometimes we'll get to this point that we can acknowledge, huh, they've got a point there. They've got a point there. I don't agree with how they got to that point, but I agree that I can see now why they're arguing from that perspective. That's an important perspective to think about, Okay. And so the final one that I'd like to bring your attention to is how to argue with someone who won't listen. This is from Charisma on Command. It's a great YouTube channel. He raises some very interesting perspectives on how to interact as a human. And it was John Stewart's um, skill in this case, which is that whenever you agree or disagree with someone, that you layer it with two things that connect you first and then a final thing that would uh, potentially disagree with the person. So you show the, I'm on your side. I agree with you that this is this and this is this. And I also think that this is this and this is this. But where I differ is that perhaps I would think that this is more important. And so being able to still be part of a group, but to separate yourself out from the group by one signifier. And that is the point, right? How do we manage ourselves? How do we think that this is important? How do we broach these topics with people that we clearly disagree with right we find ways to connect with them and like i said before if you think that another group of people needs to get out of the way for humans to be successful you are mistaken okay and maybe these people they they're repeating something that they actually don't believe but they've just been fed and so for you to find levels to agree with them listen to them and identify what are their values. What are they valuing? What is it that, they're, that they think is important in life? Connecting with those and being like, you know, like you, I also think that this is important. I really do. And like you, I also agree with the statement of blah, 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 blah. However, what I think is important is that we focus more on this aspect. You know, um, so I'll leave a link to that video below. But the short and curlies of it is that it's connecting with a person fundamentally collecting connecting with a person so that they feel that you are like them you are part of their tribe and that connecting with them was it or you know like is a no-brainer and then hearing your perspective it comes in a lot less obtrusive a lot less invasive as well instead of just kind of clucking your teeth at them and going you're wrong because let me tell you why you're wrong who's gonna listen to that no one's gonna listen to that Absolutely no one's going to listen to why, why I think you're wrong. It's just going to dig them deeper and deeper and deeper into that, that entrenched thinking. Whether, whether you agree with it or not, whether it's right or wrong, 
is irrelevant. If you want to influence someone, the way that we influence anyone and the way that we're going to move humanity together as a group is by identifying we're all the same. We're all the same. We all want the same stuff. Okay, that's it for today. This has been the episode on stupidity. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you like it, leave, leave a rating or a like and a comment on what did you like about it. I'd love to hear. And, you know, if there's any particular points that you'd argue as well, bring it. Let's hear it. I'd love to hear it. Uh, until next time, I'm going to say au revoir, afidazen, adieu, and I hope that you enjoy your day. Ciao, ciao.